the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello again and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. If you've been searching for a place to be spiritually fed, you have found it. Like you, we believe the Holy Bible contains the spiritual nourishment we need to become faithful servants God requires to help grow His kingdom here on earth. This program is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church, located in Los Angeles, California. Our teaching pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with today's message. Today's song is Old Little Town of Bethlehem. And in your notes, here's the first word that I want to get over into your heart today, and it's the word culmination. The word culmination means the highest or the climactic point of something, especially as attained after a long period of time. Culmination. I want you to see that it was from the very beginning of time that scriptures had pointed to a moment when God would fulfill all of the Old Testament prophecies and all of the Old Testament scriptures concerning that one day he, God, would send a Messiah to and for the nation of Israel. Literally, for thousands and thousands of years, Israel had been looking for the Messiah. They had been waiting for this moment that the Messiah would arrive, the fulfillment of the Old Testament Scriptures. We know that all the way back in Genesis chapter 19, that's the first book in the Bible. Genesis 19, verse 10, it was prophesied that one day the Messiah would come from the tribe of Judah. We know that from Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, that it was prophesied that the Messiah would be born of a virgin. We know from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it was prophesied that when the Messiah arrived, that his name, that he would be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And what does Micah chapter 5 prophesy about the coming Messiah? Well, if you look at your Bibles in Micah chapter 5, verse 2, and I want you to remember this whenever you think about Bethlehem, that it was prophesied in, in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Here it is. But you, what's the name of the city? Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Ephrathah. Though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you, Bethlehem, will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. And then we learn in verse 4, he will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord and in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they, 
Israel will live securely, for then his, God's greatness, will reach where? To the ends of the entire earth. And look at verse 5, it says, and he, the Messiah, will be our peace. It's prophesied in Micah chapter 5, verse 2, and 700 years later. It happened exactly as it was prophesied because Matthew chapter 2 verse 1 says that Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, the culmination of God's plan to redeem the world, and that is what Christmas is all about. And my question to you this Christmas is, do you see it or have you missed it? You know, for thousands of people, they were waiting on the Messiah. And there's always people, and I ask this question, when he arrived, there were some people that missed it altogether. You say, well, how did they miss it? I mean, Jesus can be standing right next to you and you can't see him. How did they miss it? Well, same way we miss it. We're too busy. We're too preoccupied. Some of us have grown weary in waiting. We think it's never going to happen, but they missed it. And my question to you, have you missed it? Have you forgotten what Christmas is really all about? The Bible tells us a story of a man who did not miss it. He, he understood that this was the culmination of God's plan. His name was Simeon. Everybody say Simeon. Look at Luke chapter 2. I want to read through this story, Luke chapter 2, and I'll make a few quick points. Luke chapter 2, verse 25. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout, and he was, what's the word? He was waiting. He did not want to miss it. And what was he waiting for? He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. Verse 26, it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he, Simeon, would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Verse 27, moved by the Spirit, he went where? Into the where? Into the temple courts. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was the custom of the law required, Simeon, what did he do? He took him. Simeon just took him in his arms. And don't forget, he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for the one who would fulfill all the Old Testament scriptures. He was waiting for the Messiah. And the Bible says that Simeon just took him in his arms. And he praised God, saying, verse 29, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. Verse 30, for my eyes have finally seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory to your people of Israel. Again, the Messiah was for both Jew and Gentile. I want to make four points and make them quickly. Number one, write this down. Those who are looking for Jesus, you'll find Jesus. Verse 25 says that he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And that word waiting does not mean he's just sitting around doing nothing. The word waiting, write this down. It's a word that means that he was looking intently. 
It means that he walked into that temple and he was focused. He was earnestly searching intently for the one who fulfilled these Old Testament prophecies. I want you to know that it's possible for something to be right in front of you and you can't see it. I've had these sunglasses on top of my head walking around my house for an entire afternoon looking for my sunglasses. (laughs) And they're right here. There's a woman right down here wearing red. Would you stand up real quick? This woman right here. Yeah, stand, stand up. She's wearing red. Stay, stay. There's a guy right here wearing red. Stand up right here. You see that red? Now stay, stay, stay. If you're wearing red today, stand up. Everybody stand up. If you're wearing red, stand up. Come on, come on, come on. Look at all the red in here. Now, I didn't know because I really wasn't paying attention, but now that I noticed that you were wearing red, I saw that he was wearing red and you're wearing red. Now I I can see nothing but red. You all may be seated. Have you ever bought a car and you thought this is the coolest car and no one has this car? And then you get it and you drive it off the lot and you drive down the freeway and like every other car is your car. It was there all the time, you just didn't see it. I want you to know that God is here. I want you to know that God is here. You might not be able to see him, but he's here. And if you would start to search God, search for him, you say, well, I don't really believe God's real. Well, have you ever prayed, God, if you're real, will you reveal yourself to me? And if you will pray that prayer, God, I have some questions. I have some doubts. I really don't know if you're real or not. Would you reveal yourself to me? Let me tell you, God will reveal himself to you. He'll do it through the sermon. He'll do it through the scriptures. He might do it through one of the songs. But he will speak to you. And let me tell you, once you see him, you'll see him everywhere working in people's lives. You know, sometimes I preach, sometimes I preach, and there's two people. They're sitting right next to each other, right next to each other. And I'm preaching, and one person gets it. Oh, man, this is great. Amen. Write that down. That's of God. I see it. Next person can't see anything. Why is that? Because they don't have eyes to see. They're not really truly searching for God. And I want to say this to you again. I'll go on the next point. If you truly, truly search for God, you will find Him. If you search for Him, you'll find Him. Number two, write this down. Number two, my second observation. There are many times the assurance comes before the actuality in other words god will tell you something it's true it hasn't happened yet but if he tells you something you can assure it's going to happen that's what happened to simeon in verse 26 he was told that he would not die before he had seen the lord's what the lord's what the Lord's Christ. And that word is really the word for Messiah. He was told that before you die, Simeon, you are going to see yourself with your own eyes. You will see the Messiah. And he was told that. And once he was told, he believed it. And then he began to search. And in our text, just as it was revealed to him, 
The actuality happened after he was assured that it, was ha- that it would happen. The Bible is full of prophecies and promises that belong to you. And when you read those promises, I want you to know that once you read them, you can take assurance that what you read is in fact going to happen. Today, I believe this, uh, you know, we lift up Jesus here at this church. We're here because of Jesus. And the Bible says that if we lift up Jesus, that he will draw all men unto himself. So all I have to do is preach Jesus, and I know that people are going to get saved. Now, there are people here today in this room, you're not saved yet. You've never given your life to Jesus. If you died right now, you would not go to heaven. There are people here right now. But I know before you even get saved that you're going to get saved. You say, well, how do you know that? Well, because the Bible says if I lift up Jesus, he's going to draw all people unto himself. So all I have to do is preach Jesus and you're going to get saved. You might not even know it yet, but I'm assured in my heart that many people are going to be saved before they even know they're going to get saved. The Bible tells us that one day the Lord Jesus Christ is going to return. It has not happened yet. But the Bible says one day that Jesus will return. I am assured before the actuality occurs that one day Jesus will return. Some of you right now, you don't believe that Jesus Christ is going to return because you've not put your faith and trust in what God says. Whenever God says something to you, you can be assured it's going to happen. So as sure as I'm standing right here on this pulpit, one day the Lord Jesus Christ is going to reduce it. How do you know? Because I've been assured it's going to happen. So I don't believe it. Well, you're going to see it one day. Trust me. I've also been assured that one day, because I have put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I've been assured that one day I'm going to live in heaven forever and ever and ever. You say, how do you know that? Because I, I, I've been assured. I have the assurance of salvation. And one day, not only me and myself, but you, those of you who've put your faith in Jesus Christ, we're all going to be in heaven together. Can someone say amen? There are some, there are some 3,000 promises in the Bible. And every single one of them, if you would read them, you would say, well, that hadn't happened yet. Well, it hadn't happened yet, but it's going to happen. The assurance always comes before the actuality. Now, whenever man tells me something, if you tell me something, I don't, don't take this personal, but I don't really believe, believe you. Why is that? Well, because man breaks his word all the time. People tell me stuff all the time. They, people tell me stuff that's not true. In fact, man never keeps his word. That's why the Bible says as a Christian that you're supposed to let your yes be your yes and your no be no. As a Christian, when you say something, you should keep your word. I don't care what the circumstances, if you say you're going to do something, you should do do it. You make a vow to God, a vow to anything, you need to fulfill that vow. But we break our word. So again, whenever man tells me something, okay, okay, I don't believe it's going to happen, but okay. But when God tells me something... I believe it because God never breaks his word. You see, God was the one who said that the Messiah would come from the tribe of Judah. 
And he did. God was the one who said that the Messiah would be born of a virgin. And he was. God was the one who said in Micah 5 that this Messiah would come from the little bitty town called Bethlehem. And he came from a little town in Bethlehem. God was the one who said that this Messiah, when he comes, although he was born in Bethlehem, he would be known to the ends of the earth. Here we are in Porter Ranch talking about somebody that was born in little Bethlehem over there. So whatever God's word says about Jesus being the only way to heaven, the way, the truth, and life, and no one come to the Father except through him, that's true. Whenever he says that one day Jesus Christ is going to return and the dead in Christ will rise and those of us who are alive will meet him in the air and we'll go to heaven, that's true. And anyone here who puts his faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you can have the assurance of everlasting life. The assurance comes before the actuality. Number three, write this down. Simeon went to the right place. He went to the right place. Verse 27 says he was moved by the Spirit of God. He went into the temple. The temple what? The temple courts. And he saw the Messiah. You know, I want you to know that I love this church. This is Shepherd Church. And this is not, we are not a perfect church because we're made up of imperfect people. Is there anyone here perfect? There's a guy raising his hand. Oh, no, just scratch. Are you scratching your hair? Or are you raising your hand, sir? I need to know this. I really need to know. Are you, were you scratching or were you raising your hand there, sir? This is not a perfect church, but I will tell you this. This is a perfect place for you to meet Jesus. The perfect place. Now, now God can show up any place, anytime, anywhere. Amen. But I don't think you're going to go to Vegas and find Jesus. You can't go to a nightclub and down here in Hollywood and find Jesus. He, I mean, he could appear there to you. But when you walk in this place, if you, if you, if you get someone to walk in this building, now, now I know I'm prejudiced, but I, I, I like the odds of you finding Jesus when you walk into this place right here. You put your child in our children's department, get them plugged into this choir, this Kids of the Kingdom. Or you put them in the youth department with Pastor Mike Williams, the children's department, or get them in our preschool, little uh, shepherd learning center, or our high school, middle school, heritage Christian school. Or you put them in the youth, you put your child in the youth department here at this church with Dusty and uh, Jeff and Sean and Brianne and Adriana and Shana and Rachel and Mike. There's a pretty good chance your child is going to know Jesus Christ if you get them plugged in here. And you as an adult, you just need to get plugged into one of our life groups. You go to a life group, you're going to find Jesus in that life group, I'm telling you. You go to a men's encounter or a women's encounter, you're going to find Jesus. You start coming to church, don't don't come just to Christmas. Come the whole year. Bring a Bible, sit up front. Oh, let me tell you, you're going to meet Jesus. Come to our vintage, our senior ministry that my wife leads, or attend our sports ministry with Pastor Josh, or our special events like Sunday night at 5 o'clock when we light that tree up. You come to us, you start coming to the worship services here at this church, you're going to find Jesus. He went to the right place. I want you to know this is the right place for you to find Jesus. And as we close, as we close, verse point four, write this down. Once you find Jesus, 
Once you meet the Messiah, Jew and Gentile alike, once you find the Messiah, you're then ready to go home. He said, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. And the opposite of that is true. Hear me out. If you're here today and you've never met Jesus, you don't know Jesus, you haven't figured out that he's the culmination since God has been planning this from the beginning of the world, if you don't know Jesus, you're not ready to go home. And I'm not talking about just going to heaven. You're not ready to leave here. Until you know Jesus. He's here. He's here today. And he offers you an invitation today. God knew that we were lost in our own sin, in our own way, in our own mud and mire and decay and sin and sorrow. And he knew that on ourselves and by ourselves that we could never get to heaven. And so God, from the very beginning of time, he sent Jesus Christ into this world to die on a cross so that your sins might be completely forgiven. And I want you to know this and hear me out on this. When God sent Jesus into this world, he did not send Jesus just so he could come to earth. He sent Jesus so he could come to you he did not he did not send jesus so jesus could live inside the temple he wanted jesus to live inside this temple and whenever god invades your heart your sins are forgiven if you're an outcast And you think no one cares about you. You come to Jesus. At that moment, you become an heir to the throne. Nobodies become somebodies. Those who are poor in spirit become blessed. Those of us that are just human, we receive divine assignments and missions. I ask you, do you see him? Have you missed it? Have you you forgotten what Christmas is all about? God's sending Jesus not just into this world to live in this world, but he sent Jesus to live inside of you. That's the culmination of God's plan. And if you don't know him today, if you do not know peace, and you're living in despair, and you're living under depression, and you're feeling like no one cares about me, and you're living under the weight and the guilt of sin. You need to come to Jesus. Because you'll take that all away. He'll forgive you of your sins, the weight of sin, the guilt of sin. He lets you start all over. He changes you from the inside out. And he will give you what no one else can give you. He will give you peace. Peace from within. When the world looks like it's crazy, you're going to be like, That doesn't bother me because I have Jesus Christ within me. 
And one day when Jesus Christ returns, you'll go with him and you will live in heaven. You have the assurance of everlasting life simply because you've come to Jesus Christ. We hope you were blessed by our program today. If you are in need of prayer, we invite you to call us at our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. Our Lift Up Jesus phone counselors are ready for any prayer requests you may have at this time. You can also contact us right now if you'd like to receive a copy of today's message on either CD or DVD. Our number again is 888-818-4777. For more information about Pastor Dudley Rutherford, Shepherd Church, or this ministry, be sure to visit our website, liftupjesus.com. Our website again is liftupjesus.com. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at the same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.